Hey, everybody, real quick, we just wanted to give you a, a very quick heads up before we get into this episode. Uh, we had a bit of an audio issue on our end just for the first half of this episode, specifically with Adam's mic. You might hear a weird clipping noise if you're using headphones. If you're not using headphones, it actually sounds, you can't really notice it. Um, it's still totally listenable, but we just wanted to let you know that this is a one-time error, and the next episode, episode 13, it has been fixed. Uh, so thank you for bearing with us through this, and uh, enjoy the episode. Well, hello, everybody. It's uh, me, your DM, Seth, along with other people uh, like Jacob. Uh, this is me, Jacob. And there's an Adam. Hi, Adam, here. <laughs> and a Connor. Uh, uh, present. And we are uh, cheaper by the dungeon. We do D&D poorly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's our that's way our to, thing way to really talk us up seth yeah seth, really that was, i didn't oh, like that intro oh I, I didn't have a bit this week um i had the animal one i had the dj next week next time i'll be sure to make one up um but really quick uh let's do a recap you guys last episode you had this whole dream sequence where you're getting chased and you met the demon king and everything was crazy but after the dream sequence you all <laughs> managed to make your way to where Zippy was being basically kidnapped and still captured by a different member of Limbo than Carmine. And uh, you were dangling over a tree, uh, and Carmen, the sister of Carmine, had you there and was going to use you to like get in the good graces of her older brother. And uh, Darian and Norman showed up in the nick of time. Well, not really the nick of time. They didn't have to be there because you murdered everyone with a polar bear. Uh you all got back together and then you decided to make your way back to the cave where Combe was kidnapped and where you were Zippy uh, in order to go and save him. So that is everything basically that happened. Uh, so you guys ready to get into it? Let's mm. give her. All right. Uh, so you guys are on your horses, Tea Leaf and Denmark. Zippy, who are you riding with? Norman or Darian? Oh, it, that doesn't matter to me very much. I'm just focused on revenge right now. Oh boy, <laughs> they thought I they thought I ran away, but that was a strategic uh, retreat I had before. That was a question for Jacob, but I got an answer from Zippy. There's no more. <laughs> there's no more uh, Jacob anymore. It's uh, nothing like that at all. All right. Um. Anyways. Uh, Normandy Darian, you up for some revenge? I know it has nothing to do with you, but I'd much appreciate it if you got in, in, the, in the mode for it, like me. If somebody goes around cutting off my friend's fingers, I think, uh, I think they're quite ready and deserving for that. Oh, you, also... no- you, you noticed that, Darian? I'm so... <laughs> Thank you for noticing that. I, I'm, I know I mentioned it, and I didn't get quite a response I wanted last episode, but... Oh boy, this, it sure hurts to not have five fingers anymore. I, well, I did comment on it before. I said it was barbaric, actually. Yeah, but... I it was kind of funny in contrast, because I had just tortured somebody uh, just uh, just before that and killed somebody else. It was kind of like a... Darian, you know, you've had thing. quite quite the couple of days here. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been an event. After all of this, we should just go have a drink somewhere and uh, talk about these past couple of days. I think there's a lot we need to catch up on. <laughs> uh, that's... 
That's for sure. Um, Revenge time! Let's go. Head over to the cave this direction. I'll give you all the, the key notes, or the, the kind of things of note on the way there as well to kind of fill you in. Key notes? <laughs> so, wait, Jay, is it safe Blades? to assume... Jay, is it safe to assume that you're riding with Darian then? If you guys just talked like that? Um... I could summon a polar bear, I guess, and ride that. Um, yeah, I'll <laughs> ride with Darien. Okay. Well, then, while while we're riding, if we have like, how long is the is the ride, Seth? Uh, it's only honestly on horseback. It's about like ten fifteen minutes away from where, uh, you were at the tree. If you're riding like at a good pace. Okay, but that's we, pretty far. <laughs> like, are we riding fast enough? Like that, we don't have time to to talk, or or we. I guess we're moving at speed, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Okay, then I'll then I'll I'll wait. Yeah, we ride. Yeehaw! Woo! Um, yeah, it's got kind of a curve, uh, to it, but it's still pretty flat. Um, you can see the harbor in the distance, a ways off, and you can see the sea. Um, I should mention now that actually the way this kind of sea part in the harbor works is that it's goes off into the sea from the shore and the harbor. Uh, and there's land that kind of curves around it, almost crescent moon-like, but more kind of like funnily. And then there is a man-made wall kind of gate that lets the boats in and out. So mm. uh, if they needed for protection, you know, they could close the gates so boats couldn't come in. Um, but that's a ways off in, in, in the sea. You can see that wall way out. Um, Oh, so it's yeah. quite a distance from the cave to the harbor, right? Like, like on horseback. The cave is actually relatively close to the harbor. It's about like a ten-minute walk. Oh, oh, it's very close. Yeah. Okay. But it's pretty well hidden because it's in a section near the water where you know it's difficult to walk on. Uh, you'd have to hop across some rocks and things. Okay, so horses have to stay behind. Okay, cool. Sweet. So, well, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so like, we go in there. Ride as my, we... ride my boys. Let's go to the cave. <laughs> as we as we get close, um, I say I, I kind of we. I mean, I kind of say the first to slow down a little bit as we're maybe like the last like uh, five minutes away on horseback. Mm-hmm. I say, guys, would you really consider uh, once we get close walking? Then maybe put a horse somewhere because um, might be. T- we might be easily seen. You yeah, know, that's... you know me, Normandy. I'm much more of a cavalry approach type of person. But oh boy, I can't, I, I can't not agree with your logic in this, in this sense here. Every once in a while, I get one of those ideas. Every once in a while, <laughs> I, I agree with you as well. Once we get a little bit closer, we can, we can tie up the horses somewhere nearby. Okay, you know, at least it's good that the harbor is so close. That way, if, if we get to the cave and, and they're already gone and they've taken comb, then we still have a chance to get back to the harbor and, and try to intercept them there. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth, as we kind of approach, because we're still on on top of the cliff, right? Like the way we're going, yes. going around right now. As we kind of uh, go around, do we can we see the entrance to the cave at this point? Uh, no, you wouldn't be able to look at it or see the entrance actually from like the top down. Um, because it's like right against the wall, mm. um, so yeah, it would be difficult to spot. You could um, see kind of the path though that leads into it. So maybe once we get to the top of the cliff, we leave our horses there, tied to like tied to a tree stump, and then kind of scale down the side of the cliff there. Like we kind of like take that steep descent. Uh, yeah, we could do that. Um, I think that that'd be pretty good. 
Zippy, would you be able to lead, if we leave our horses here, would you be able to kind of lead us down the cliff in a way that we could be in a position of hiding but see the entrance so we can kind of take a few minutes to devise a plan once we see the entrance? I mean, I'll do my best, but we were in a, such a rush. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure I'll be able to 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 bring bring you back exactly where I came out of. If you're having a hard time, Zip, we can try and scout it from up top first before we... Uh make the trek down would that be easier uh yeah maybe maybe a little just to get my bearings you know i didn't come this way before it was all such an incredible experience sure um <laughs> seth can can we try and find like a good spot still on the cliffside to kind of like get like a, to properly scout the area and like look at the path see if we can see anything of note uh perception check all of you okay okay Ooh. <laughs> uh, I can't see anything. That's going to be four. Nineteen for me. Twelve. I'm in the zone, baby. You're running uh, off of you me. See a, you see a spot up ahead where there's kind of just like a singular tree and a rock. Um, Darian, you don't see anything, but Zippy and, and Norman, you see it. And you actually see there's blood on the rock and everything. Uh potentially from uh or what zippy would recognize as the rock that you know carmen cut the rest of his finger on um so you could tell that you're pretty close to the entrance to the cave zippy and norman you would know that something went down here zippy do you think we could hide there and and look at the entrance of the cave that rock and tree over there the rock over there Mm -hmm. that rock sure looks familiar with all that red paint all over it oh my god (laughs) <laughs> that red paint is mine it's from my little nub here on my finger oh no oh by the way zippy i know they're pressing matters um but do you want a glove to kind of protect your your little nub no i like to show it off it's a battle cry thing Ooh, intimidation <laughs> factor it must be like plus seven okay cool um but no this is all starting to look a bit more familiar because this rock is where um, that common girl, who, the the betrayer, I'll call her. Um, <laughs> she uh, she cut the rest of my my finger off. It was terrible. Uh, it's all coming back to me now. Did you scale the cliff face? Is did you come up near here? Yeah, we scaled it. It was quite difficult with my finger, you see, and and she was quite heavy. Why don't we uh? Why don't we stop <laughs> to scatter it out then? Um, yeah, that that would be best, Darian. Is that okay with you, Norman? Yeah, totally. Totes. All right. Well, I think like like Norman said, why don't we go over? Or we, I'm gonna go over to that tree and rock and kind of tie up uh, tea leaf there. Okay. Yeah. Same. Uh, do you do you do the same with Denmark? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you uh, tie them up and you kind of look over the edge. And I'm just gonna use your uh, perception rolls from last time uh, to keep it going. Darian, you still see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys sure there's a cave here? That is, that... Zippy and Norman, especially, you point out basically where the entrance is and you can see it you can see it's really close to where you are and pretty much just like a straight drop down um they didn't move very far to the left of the cave to scale up it when they were escaping if we Um, if we jump down now i'm sure we'll give them the surprise that they won't see coming or or i mean we could we could sit and talk about it yeah let's discuss it first um seth can we see has has there been like a major egress of footprints in the sand and on the rocks as far as we can tell like how has a bunch of people just left the cave There's not much sand here it's just mostly rocks it's very rocky 
you can see uh, there's lots of like kind of scraps, some torn clothes, actually. It, it looks like this area has been heavily trafficked. You can even see some pieces of crates floating in the water outside the cave. Um, Man, so it looks feeling. like a lot of people have moved through this area very recently. Um, also up near the ground around you, um, you would notice, especially because your high perception check, uh, that there's a lot of footprints. There's a lot of high traffic kind of just in the immediate circumference or kind of like area around this cave where they seem to probably be looking for someone, mm. uh, probably zippy. Uh, but yeah, that's, you can tell a lot of people have been through here recently and yeah. Guys, I have the, right. I have a, a bad feeling that we got here too late that they already took Kong to the harbor. I, I wonder if there's a way that we can go in really quickly and check. Or even if yeah. it's worth checking. I mean, Zippy, do you think you would be comfortable turning into like a bird or a fly and, and kind of going well, in there and scouting it out un- unnoticed? Bef- before we get too eager here, Norman, mm-hmm. Zip, are are you alright to continue? I mean, I don't know to the extent of the torture that you experienced. Like, you've lost your finger. Like, are you up to continue this? Well, I'm glad you asked, Darian. Uh, I think, you know, beyond this petty revenge that I've been talking about, I, I really just want to save Colm, you know? We made that promise to to, to the god and and, uh, and everything, and we, we made a promise, Darian. And I, I, I'm going to keep that promise. We have to save him. Normandy's wiping a tear from his eye. He's very moved. <laughs> I... I understand commitments there, Zip, and I can, I can, I can appreciate that. But I also just don't want necessarily my friends going and dying carelessly. I just want to know that everyone's committed, because we don't know what's going on down there, and we don't know what's up next for us with Limbo, and I just want to know, I just want to know that everyone's ready. Well, I, I think I'm... I'm ready. With, you know, this goes even beyond Comb as well. With the whole grand treasure thing and everything. Uh, we, we've been swept in, in all this craziness and, and everything. And I, you know, I've already lost my finger. There's, there's, some, there's some real stakes going on here. But, but I, I still, I still am determined to seek out that grand treasure. I don't know about you guys. Well, uh, it's funny you mentioned that, Zip. Um, do you remember in my dream how we saw Royce, my father? Wait, that was actually you guys? I thought it was. I mean, you said where to find you, and, and we found you right there in, in perfect oh, I timing. I guess that is how you showed up and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like cinematic. I remember that all. Oh, quite terrifying. Yeah, you can continue. So, <laughs> you know, the the thing with me is... And I pull out the medallion from under my shirt, and I say, I was found with this as a child, that that you know, but it, it, this is the symbol of Royce, the demon king, and I've always believed that I, I was connected to him, that I was his son, but I didn't know what I had to do to get him to notice me, or to, to even get a minute of his time to talk about what that means for my life, and I always... I always know, I know deep inside that a grand treasure will be the key to unlocking the rest of my destiny. 
especially when it comes to my heritage and where I came from and where I'm going. That's kind of that's kind of been my thing, and I know that it's we've kind of been tied roped into something greater with Turi and and Colm and everything. Uh, but I'm I'm in this too for the Grand Treasure, and and I I do want to save Colm because I I do take responsibility for the choices we made before to save Marley. And I know that the king died because of me. And I know that if we save Colm, it will be doing right by him. In, in some abstract way, at least. That's, um... That's a good point, Norman. Um, Zip, what... Why are you in this for the Grand Treasure? Why are you... Why are you putting your life on the line for this? From, from everything we've talked about before, you just sound like a businessman. <laughs> what... Why does a businessman or Lapine, need the Grand Treasure. You know, I've been thinking about that too, Darian, especially after what Normandy just said here. You know, we haven't always been on the right foot there, there, Normandy, but but we, I guess certainly we have some things in common, especially with our motivation here. You see, I, I the reason for me pursuing the Grand Treasure and, and even, you know, my business adventures, uh, and with you guys is, I love the Bramble Patch, but there's just, there's so so many of us there, and especially being part of the Westboros, we're only we're only known for for tilling and you know the carrots and everything. But and they are good carrots, certainly so. But I've always just wanted to you know be someone, and it's always been hard. In in the bramble patch and everything, sure everyone's always you know nice to you, and we're we're the probably the hardest workers in the whole world, but well, it's not very much fun being the hardest workers among being the hardest worker amongst the hardest workers, you know. Hmm. Out here with all you mediocre people, it's much easier. Zipping, <laughs> 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 you have a way with words. I'll give you that. Anyways. I- I think I'd, I really, I think with the Grand Treasure, I'll be, you know, the 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 Westboro of all Westboros, you know? Hmm. A little, a, a name for yourself. Not just a name. The name. <laughs> I, the I name. Agree, I the name. <laughs> Man, Zippy, I... Uh, Bunny, I dang it, man, Zippy, I respect that. I, from someone who also had humble beginnings, I I know exactly where you're coming from. I think, and that's something we do agree on, and I I respect it. You would never understand what I've been through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I overstepped. I brought it Let's too go close. Let's the hardest hardest backstory ever. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding, Normandy. We yeah, we certainly are kindred spirits. You and I, friends forever. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darian, how about you? We're all having a bit of a heart to heart. You're being awfully quiet over there, waiting for someone to ask you questions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Darian, your turn. Look, I have a hard time with these kind of conversations, so I'm not uh, necessarily chomping at the bit to share. <laughs> You certainly asked us one too, and now it's about you. Well, I 
Look, I was just asking because I wanted to make sure we were all in this together and that you guys weren't just going to throw your lives away. I'm just making sure. Look. Darian, that's so sweet. I can't help that I feel responsible for people at times. It's, I guess, an upbringing thing. Look, I'm not... Norman, you're not the only one with, um... with father issues. Um... Truth be told, I'm... I'm the son of an Archfey. Um... Are you familiar with the Archfey? No, I know that you... You say, Oh, help me, Archfey, or oh... You know, kind of like a... I know, I've heard you say it, but I'm not familiar. Yeah, for, um... For lack of a better term, they're basically the gods of the Feywild. Back when the Fey was created uh, by a few of the gods of life, and in particular, Arella, the god of the elves. Mm, she's great. After the creation... <laughs> I wish. After the creation, she left. I mean, I she hate actually, her. <laughs> she abandoned all of us. And in that abandonment, the... Fae made their own gods of sorts. Other transcended beings of immense power. And I'm the son of one of them. And I can tell you that Archfey cast a large and dark shadow to live in. A lot of responsibility and expectation. And I'm tired of being told how to live my life, and what I need to be, and I'm ready to find my own power in that. You can't necessarily stand up to a god without the power of a god. And as far as I know, the these grand treasures are going to be the only way to find it now. It wasn't my original intention when coming here, uh, but since I've been here and learned of them, that's how, what I've had my sights set on. And so I'm in this just as much as you guys are, because this is truly, this is my key to freedom. And if it means having to crawl through the deep to get there, I'm willing to go. Now I now I wish I had daddy issues. I love my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought my dad was cool, you know, being like a demon king until I learned that yours was actually like a legit god. That's pretty sweet. It's uh, it's funny. You're you're having issues with not knowing yours, and in a way, I feel like I know mine too well. It's a rather overbearing. Anyway, I just wanted to know that. We all have our own commitments and reason for being here. And I feel like I understand that a little bit better now. Darian, not to not to linger on this too long, but let me just say, and I think I speak for both of us, although Zippa, you can certainly say your part as well. And and you and I, we do have some things to discuss about really moving as a team, and I'll bring that up in a bit, but I do really think that you have what it takes to to go your own way. And I don't think that you are destined to follow in your father's footsteps or to do anything like that if you don't want to. 
I've seen you fight and I've seen you negotiate and you have a command about you. And I think that we're pretty lucky to, to have found you and to have you on our side. And I've never doubted that you would accomplish great things. So, you know, rest assured, we, we support you in that endeavor too. Well, thank you. I can, as much as I don't necessarily agree with my father's methods, they definitely uh, get results in that. Speaking of, uh, I'm going to make a little bit of a segue here, Darian. D- Zippy, just bear with me on this. You're not too familiar with this situation. But while I have you here, I want to talk about this morning with Jao. Jao was someone who tried to kill me, stabbed me right here. Zippy. Um, wow. Yeah. I w- and I only bring this up because it's really important for us moving forward that we make decisions as a team, that we can trust each other to make those decisions together, especially when those decisions have long-term ramifications. And I want to I take responsibility for the fact that I pushed, I forced your hand when you killed Jao the way you did. But it was only because, well, when I let her go, but it was only because you forced my hand when you tried to kill her without talking to me about it first. And... And we need to be able to trust each other with those kind of decisions and trust that we can discuss them so that we're all on uh, board with this, going in the same direction. Otherwise, we won't be able to trust each other moving forward. You're right. And um, I, do, I do apologize for acting impulsively with that. Um, in that circumstance, it was kind of messy all around. I... Find it when uh, I'm trying to protect people. I can act a little more impulsively. And in that circumstance, I saw it um, like I was trying to spare you uh, the decision of killing her. But I can see how that would really undermine you uh, in how you felt towards the situation. And I'm sorry for the way um, I acted with that. But I, I want you to know it was, it was just I was trying to protect everyone. Wow. Um, well, two things. One, it was a hell of a shot. I have to admit, like, like she like was <laughs> decimated. I mean, Zippy, you should have seen it. Like, brutal, brutal takedown. It was amazing. Um, and also, I reach over and I touch Darian's shoulder. I love you. Lo- I love you like a son. All right, we just uh, <laughs> and I look, take my head down. Uh, with all those conversations about daddy issues, let's uh, let's just let's just walk me, away from that. I guess one. that makes me the grandpa. Hello, grandson. Grandpa Zippy, oh. yes. Oh gosh, this is getting a little. I'm probably the oldest one here, aren't I? Okay. Anyway, um, we didn't want to say anything. I mean, you look great. <laughs> Anyways, you know back what, on task. You know what? Your teamwork and your hearts all grew a little bit larger. <laughs> for those touching opening moments of, you know, your reasons for finding grand treasures and squashing your beefs and respecting each other, you all feel so inspired by one another. You each get a point of inspiration. Oh, yes. I'm so inspired. Um, so with this point of inspiration, it never runs out. So you have it until you decide to use it. Basically, it allows you 
to re-roll any dice. Like basically say you roll a one and you're like, oh, that's terrible. I really wanted to do well on this. You can use that point of inspiration to re-roll that dice. So it's very useful. That's awesome. Um, So you each get one. Sick. Wow, guys, I feel so uh, inspired. That was beautiful. I feel like we really, you know, connected as friends. It's great. Yeah. Too bad Black Jack and Yogi can be here. That's all in great. Um, but I'm ready to get some revenge. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I have, have an idea, guys. I have an idea on how we can get this done. Um, I think I should go in there as Beryl and get some information, as, as much information as we can. I think you guys stay here, and I'll use Thunderclap if I need you. Um, but if not, I might lead. Who knows what will happen when I go in there, but I might lead people to the harbor. And if that's the case, you guys need to follow, and then we can try to intercept them that way. I, that sounds a little dangerous, Norman. You're going in there by yourself. We have no many, no idea of how many of them are in there, and oh, or what they know of Beryl in this situation. It might be risky for you to go in alone. That that's true, but I'm I'm fairly confident that there's. That comes not in there, in which case I'll, I'll go in, find out, and then we can go. Um, but, but if not... I do um, have this. Um, been working on something recently. And it's uh, this spell. It's uh, called Pass Without a Trace. And it, could, uh, it gives us a big uh, bonus to sneaking around. It could really help us with getting in there. Uh, Man, for that play, sounds for really... player stats, it's a uh, plus ten to all stealth checks for anybody who's within thirty feet of me. Oh boy! Oh that man, I'm really thirty feet with. <laughs> I'm within thirty feet of him. Let's do it. It lasts for uh, lasts for an hour. Um, when I cast it, anybody within thirty feet of me, as long as they stay within thirty feet of me, any creature I select, uh, yeah, you get a plus ten to all stealth checks. Oh heck yeah! Oh man, I don't know why I was worried so much. This is, is the it, best plan. Is it safe to so? It's clear that that they've left the cave. So is it is it safe to assume they're probably where we can assume that they are uh, going out on a ship? Yeah, but uh, we don't know yeah. if they left the cave because the footprints might have, might just be them looking for you. Can I, we don't or, know can for I roll sure. A, if they, can I roll if like run. a perception check or something to kind of make that conclusion an accurate conclusion? Because or like an intelligence well, that's wanna, check. That's why I yeah, like an intelligence check because. By the em- I'll ro- roll investigation, Zippy. Okay. That's true. You would have seen it before all this stuff went down. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You can see the difference. All right. Um, that is a 17. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you deduce from especially outside the cave, you notice that, like, you know, the pieces of wood from crates, that seems very odd to you. When you left, it was all clean and nothing. There was no, like, traces or or scraps left behind. You know, in the cave, uh, they had those crates, which you probably think are filled with grapes. Um, Not even, by the way, uh, not even Beryl, when you tortured him, ever mentioned anything about these crates or grapes. Um, Yeah, It's, it's like he didn't even know they were a thing. Um, but you know that those were there, they were stacking them. It looked like they were preparing to, to ship them out some form zippy. So you can deduce that if the crate pieces are there, they, you know, 
most likely there's something going on in the harbor. Oh, guys, this isn't looking right to me. Uh, the, when I came out, this this area looked entirely different. You you can see it, it seems like they're moving out. Uh, I think that I mean we can certainly go in the cave if you guys think that's best, but I just think we have more options uh, if we go to the harbor, because I mean they're not going anywhere else but either the cave or the harbor, and a har- if we waste too much time in the cave, they could already escape. So right, of course, it might make more sense to just you know. I mean, even if they are in the cave, we'll be able to meet them at the harbor. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Darian, what do you think? No, I agree. And uh, Seth, when the information we got from Beryl, we know what like that eye looks like that marks the boat, right? Yeah, it, it's it's like a black kind of eye shape, um, but it has kind of like these sun rays going all around it, kind of out from it. So it kind of looks like an eye with eyelashes in a sense, but... Um... Yeah. Okay. You, okay. You know, now that you know I what? now that I think about it, it makes a lot of sense that they'll be heading to the harbor just because they know that the I saw comb and I escaped, so I'm sure they're gonna be wanting to get him out mm-hmm. of here as soon as possible. You know what, you're right, and, and Beryl also mentioned that he was supposed to leave well now two days ago. So if they're already le- leaving almost two days later, they probably left fairly promptly. So I think actually you make a good point there. Good job pointing that out, Zippy. No problem. I get back on Denmark, I guess. I hop back on tea leaf. I hop on Normandy's horse's time. You know, share the love. <laughs> share the love. Yeah. High five. I love it when four. you ride my back, Zippy. Oh, <laughs> a horse speaks. You again. Um, I'm not quite a fan of your voice, but um, I, I, good job. Let Hi-ya. me pass on a message from Longface to you. He says, and I'll do it at my best impression. He says, Jimmy, I, I miss you. <laughs> Could you pass on a message for me? Of course. I miss you too. Hopefully you'll see him next time. I miss you too, my horse. Let me think. Okay. Got it. My horse. <laughs> All right. That's, my that's actually Tea Leaf that was talking to you. Denmark, yeah. the one you're on, uh, is like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like the fuzzy bottom on my hide. <laughs> Well, um, we should get moving then. <laughs> yeah, enough horse talk. Um, and make haste. horse play. Huh? Huh? Wait, wait, cast. Did you cast without a trace? Uh, pass without a trace. Well, no, I I was gonna do it if we were going into the cave. If we're just going into the city now, might want to wait harbor. till we get or into the harbor. We might want to get to the harbor first. Can I okay. turn to cool. like a whale and put them in my mouth? Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, on land, you let me get this straight. You want you want to turn into a whale on land? No, we'll go to the water. Them... I'll like jump off the cliff and then turn into a whale. Um, <laughs> why don't we just ride to the harbor first and see what happens? <laughs> All right, it was, was just an like idea. It was just an idea. I like the idea. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hopefully, there's I'm no whale find, poachers. Like... <laughs> No, it's it's too high of a challenge for you. You can't do it right uh, now. Yeah, that's you what I thought. That's what I thought. Um, well, we better get moving. To the harbor. <laughs> Another inspiration for you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Off to the harbor we go. So you ride, and you're coming up close. And the closer you get, you see there are a ton of ships going to and fro. You can see some off in the distance in the sea also coming in from the gate, the stone gate walls that rise out out of the sea. Um 
so they're kind of open right now and you see trade ships coming in um yeah the, all you see is just trading and stuff that's what this harbor's for um as you get closer and closer and you're just outside the harbor you see it's also very multicultural in here uh but it also you it they look uh a little bit more comedy, a lot of trading. You hear a lot of bustling noises and you hear a lot of people like yelling out sales and, and they're trying to like pitch things to people and, and trying to trade things amongst each other. It's it's like this is kind of also a sub shopping center to get like good deals on some traded goods. Hmm. Um, i have to swing by here later. Yeah. Um, but you're just outside the harbor. Do you want to go in? Um, before we go in, uh, let's get a good idea of where the, town. where the enemies are. Um, I would like to cast, uh, cast the spell locate object. And, uh, I would like to, I would like to locate, uh, the clothes that Comb was wearing. Ooh. Wow. So, wait, uh, <laughs> so you're you trying to locate. Bugger. They should, they should, they're trying to locate Comb and his whereabouts. To make sure right. that he's in the port town, but exactly where he is. Because where he is is probably where the big boss man is. And you just need to do... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you, just, you just... Oh, you're good. Uh, okay. Um, it has to be within a thousand feet of you. Uh, Which are, so the spell, for people who don't know, basically he describes a name or object that is familiar to him. Uh, and he senses the direction the object's location is, as long as it's when, within 1,000 feet of you. But even if it's moving, um, I know the direction it's moving, too. Yeah. Um, That's an amazing spell. And you also can locate kind of uh, specific objects, as long as you've seen it up close, if it's in a 30-feet yeah, radius. Yeah, so but uh, he was pretty close to me when we were in the chair, so... Yeah, but he's not 30 feet from you. That'd be very convenient. No, but I, I'm uh, familiar with, <laughs> with his clothes because of being close to each other. Yeah. So, you do that, and in your brain, you get this sixth sense. Six, ugh, you get this sixth <laughs> sense that um, uh, you know that Comb is basically east of where you are. You're kind of between where the harbor town starts and the wall, the inner wall of Orem City, uh, and you know it's directly uh, east of you, towards the water, seemingly on one of the boats. I'm coming for you, buddy. He's in that. Lead the way, Zip. He's in that direction. Well, what what do we want to do? I was gonna say I can I can cast pass without a trace now. Now that we're getting into the city, and Zip, why don't you lead the charge and we'll stealth our way to the boat? Well, I could stealth myself and turn into a swordfish and go, you know, underneath the water toward the boat. I think that might drop your spell. Would it? Oh, pass without a trace. Well, it's two concentrations. Yeah, you have to concentrate. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, there's one thing that we need to decide. Is it? Sorry. There's one thing that we need to decide first. Is it? Are we hoping to sabotage the ship, and then while it's going down, we save Comb? Um, because there are a couple of ways we could do that. Or are we hoping to all sneak on the ship, find Comb, and ferry him out of the boat? That's completely circumstantial. We need to get there first and find out. Okay. If he's on the boat, then I imagine we can find some way to get... Because uh, they would obviously keep their prisoners inside very deep into the boat so that people couldn't hear him scream or anything. So... We'll keep the horses close, and I say we just do a smash and grab. Oh, oh, okay, you don't think he's already on the boat, eh? Well, no, I think he's on the boat, but I'm saying we basically hop in, get him, hop out. 
Whether that I think be we used, dramatic I, in public or sneakily. There, there was, yeah, but smash and grab implies smashing, and we need to be more sneaky. <laughs> I think if we Fair. use the There's door, the, the doorknob, and we go under the ship and use the doorknob, we can sneak in that way and find Kong. He'll be in the probably the lowest compartment. That's pretty smart. If, he's if a, I was if he's... a whale, I'd be able to get you in there, no problem, but someday soon. <laughs> well... Well, we're running out of time anyway, now that you've cast that spell, so we need to move into the city. So I'm going to pass, or cast, cast, pass without a trace. Um, and, well, I don't have to roll anything, I just cast it. Um, so now everybody gets a plus 10 to their stealth checks. Um, Zippy, do we roll for that? Lead the way. No, 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 it's, it's uh, just, you just get a plus 10 on every stealth check while it's active. And it's okay. uh, for the next hour. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, it's in the east, right, Seth? Uh, yes, it's basically directly, uh, down the main street, uh, where the boats are hanging out on the harbor, yeah. The closer so I get, the cl- more obvious the location is, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll be able to discern it a bit better. All right, let's, if we have any, um, I should really disguise myself, shouldn't I? You don't see too many Lapines around here. Um, is that, uh, what is well, that's why I cast the spell. We can just stealth through. I know, but even still... Uh, okay, yeah, you're right. Um, just in case, I, I trust your spell there, Darian. and I'm just going to put on my, my hat, hat of the drunkard on my head and stuff my ears into it, and... Um, Maybe drop your gold greeter's cloak as well. I like this thing, though. Can someone hold on to it? I have a bag of holding. I'll toss it in. Toss it in. I put mine in, too. Yeah, right. they don't like readers. I I know that very well. You all are in kind of like your bare commoner clothes um, without the greeters' cloaks on. Uh, Zippy, you put on the straw hat of the drunkard. Uh, and immediately as you do, you can tell there is a bottle of rum about literally eight feet from you, just kind of on one of the cobblestone houses. It's just kind of leaning up against it. It's only like half em- full or, or something. It's so bad. Um yeah, it looks like it's been out for a few days. I want it even more. It's, it's pretty, there's lots of litter on the, on the, in the harbor area. All right, Zip. Let's get moving. All right, this way. And you go into the harbor, and that's where we're going to take a break. I'm back. Yes, mid-roll Seth is back. Uh, I feel like I have not done a mid-roll in quite some time. Uh, I've missed you guys. I miss this one-way talk that I have to my wall where I pretend people are there. Um, And if you're listening in the void, I see you, and I know you're there. (laughs) Uh, But it's good to be back in the mid-roll seat. this this week, actually, we don't have too many announcements. Uh, there is no sponsor or anything. Uh, we only have just our regular stuff. So if you want updates on the show or what's going on with us or, you know, cool things we have coming down the pipeline, um, you can uh, find us on Facebook, just Cheaper by the Dungeon, or Twitter, at Cheaper Dungeon. Uh, also, we have a website now. That's cool. And our faces and pictures are on there. And all the artwork we've got done for the show is in, in the website. Uh, and, you know, one day when we get merch and, and coffee mugs with the boys' faces on them, uh, that will also be available there. Um, so you can find that link. It's it's on our Twitter page. Uh, it's Cheaper by the Dungeon uh, 
com on on uh, weebly.com i believe uh, so you can check that out it's it's a it's a fun little time and we're going to keep adding to it so it gets better and better um other than that uh if you want to rate us on iTunes, that'd be swell. Uh, I'd appreciate it. The boys would as well. Um, so, yeah, if you feel so inclined, just leave us a quick review. Five stars only, though. Anything less, and, and I will not accept it. Um, now, I'll take a four, too. Uh, just just no twos or ones, please. Um, I mean, we're going to get bombarded with that now. Uh, other, other than that, uh, the only other thing we got going on is the next episode, episode 13, uh, will be, uh, released on March 5th, uh, so two more weeks from now. I know it's a long wait, but, uh, it's gonna be worth it. Um, the, the next half of this episode gets pretty crazy, as you'll see, and, and the one after that is gonna be even crazier. Uh, so we hope you enjoy the episode and thank you again, everybody for, uh, listening and all those who participated in the giveaway. Uh, thanks for, thanks for doing that. We already selected the winner on Twitter, so you can check that out if you haven't yet. Um, and we'll be doing another giveaway hopefully soon. Uh, so keep an eye out on our social medias for that. Uh, otherwise I've got nothing else to say. I've been taking too much of your time. So let's get right back into the story. Thanks everybody. So here we are. We're back. Uh, and we're in the harbor, Orms Harbor. As you turn the corner around the outskirts and you see the main street, which you're on now, uh, you can see it's just crowded with people of different races and status. And you just hear lots of voices like bartering and haggling and trading. You just Somebody reaches out to you from the stand as you just enter in. And they're like, hey, would you like a scarf? You'd look really good in one. And then another person over there is uh, trying to sell raisins. And they're like, hey, hey, you want raisins? I got lots of good raisins. That the best guy. you've ever had. And then you see another person uh, selling just like jars. And they're like, I don't know why I have these, but I need to get them out. And uh, there's just so much going on. And people are just trying to grab at you and pull you and sell you things. Um you guys are making your way through the crowd, and you're making your way pretty silently. When you cast the Pass Without a Trace uh, spell, uh, it did give you kind of uh, the stealth bonuses, um, but it also made your like footsteps and kind of the area around you go kind of quiet. So as you're making your way through this um, area, it's like people are kind of... Or, you kind of notice that you're like in walking in pockets of loud and quiet sounds, hmm. uh, cool. but it's only in the immediate uh, uh, area around you. Um, like Assassin's Creeding our way through the street right now, basically. Pretty much, but these oh, these, that's so cool. These shopkeepers notice you though, because they they notice everyone. They have they have killer <laughs> perception. Um, even as you're walking, Normandy, your shirt gets pulled, and somebody pulls you in close, and they're like, "Hello there! Oh, you look like you could use some pills." Oh man, I have some pills for you, buddy. Uh, what? what do you, you look down. You look sad. You sad? I already have a supplier. Excuse me, and I just keep going. Hey, no, no, no. Okay. Bye. Um. Hey, wait. That guy look. Hey, you look familiar to me. Wait. You oh was, my god. What did you say you were selling? I'm selling pills, sir. I saw those too. Oh really? Are those what the kind? Same They're one? probably not as good as mine. 
Oh, yeah, right. Mine are just as good. I healed my boy, boy Darian here uh, in episode one. That was so long ago. Oh You're probably using one of those knockoff brands. Let me tell you about mine. We're selling ammo, okay? Specifically, <laughs> Alitramax Oxywan. Yes, that kind of drug. It is delightful. You want to pick me up? You want anything? You want some cure-all? It, it does it all. No, mine is... I'm just selling the same thing. I'm sorry. Is this your territory? I'm pretty sure it's mine. Wait a minute. Are you one of them? You're with... Wait a minute. Canopium Dominium. Does that mean anything to you? Sure does. That's oh that's our God. lifeblood. That's... Oh, man! <laughs> nice to see you, buddy. But I'm going to have to ask you to leave because this is my turf and I do not want you on it. That's fair. I mean, from what, what we talked about with the Grandmaster... Turf is your, is your, the birth of your turf is. <laughs> <laughs> you can the, never get a nerf. The birth of your turf is where your hearth comes through. I don't really remember that one, actually. He told it to me in private. Oh, you, oh. You I said him. there'd be nice you if we got a, a good slogan for if someone ever tries to come in on our, our territory. You met the CEO? Damn. I'm not even that high. You must be a level three. Well, he was quite impressed with my uh, my work there in the Bramble Patch. But anyways, uh, sorry, I have to get going. It was nice wait, to wait, meet wait. you, though. I, I, I just became district manager here around here. And if you're such a higher up than me in the in the business, uh, could I ask you some questions or maybe get some tips? Or, uh, or will I see you in a month at the at the retreat in Bayside? <laughs> I, I, I'm trying my best to, to get my my work done before... Well, I'm like, I'm in between jobs right now. It's a little complicated. Oh, that's never good. Only the one job. Remember that. They said, always give everything no, to the business. Trust, trust me, I've been keeping this one on my top priority, but there's this one that keeps pulling at me, you see. All right, but are you going to the retreat, though? It's been oh, a month at the, at the resort. Are we allowed to bring any friends? Yeah, I think you can bring a plus two. <laughs> wow, <laughs> perfect. I got two tabaxis that are really wanting to come. <laughs> 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 wow, nicely done. That's fantastic. The more the merrier, you know. You got to bring them in. Show everybody how great it is. Anyways, uh, well, it was nice meeting you. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Zippy. Zippy Westboro. And you'll remember that. Trust me. Oh, I will never forget. I, I have a memory like an elephant. Uh, my name's Gus Grimbley, by the way. Uh, that's okay. Nice meeting you. Don't... Okay. <laughs> well, uh, en enjoy, enjoy your stuff and uh, get off my turf. <laughs> and you guys walk away. By the way, Gus Grimbley, the guy you were talking to, is a high elf, uh, and he looks like he just, uh, he, he has kind of a, a very round and pudgy face, but he has a slender, like, body. Uh, it's kind of a weird contrast, oh. but uh, that's what he looks like. Zippy, uh, are you part of a, of a pyramid scheme? <laughs> <laughs> no? Darian, you, you know these things work. I mean, I, every... <laughs> I've been taking one every time I've been knocked down, knocked around every day, every night. You, we tried it on you in episode <laughs> um, a week ago, um, <laughs> and remember it healed you completely. No, it it did. I'm my 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 question is out of the product. Is have you made more money off of actually selling the product or um, selling your friends on selling the product? How dare we? Oh, when have I ever asked you to buy this or buy that? I'm just giving you a few samples. That's how All it starts. Right. Yeah, it sounds like a gateway. Anyway, we can you talk about that more later. You are trying to suggest that this whole 
whole grand treasure thing is me just playing the long game, you, you think? Well, I wasn't <laughs> until you said that, but why don't we get Colm first and we can address that further? I mean, that'd be very like me, but I, I couldn't possibly do that. Um... Look, I trust you right now, Zippy. Don't make me question your motives. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on, we gotta Let's... save Cole. You guys yeah. are continuing down the street now, and uh, there's more shops. You hear somebody be like, "Hey, hey, you want to buy disguise? We got disguises here. Lots of good ones. Oh, you want some sleep, sleep darts? We got those too." And then you hear other people being like, "I just sell bottles of water. Um, it's cool and comp- and you know easy to access and very. I I not a good salesman. I don't buy this product." And you keep going down the street. All these people, and make a stealth check. Oh yeah. Oh, thank you. Pass without a trace. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Seventeen. That's after it's been added. I had twenty-two. Nineteen. Okay. Oh man, good spell, Connor. Flip. <laughs> you are walking through the crowd. Um, and you notice some big, burly uh, men, just just orcs, um, are just coming through the crowd. They, they're wearing commoner clothes, but you can just see they're kind of like looking very left to right and kind of sketchy. And they kind of walk just right next to you and pass you by without looking at you. Um, but you feel as though you may have dodged a bullet. Um, but they weren't wearing the limbo uniform, oddly enough. Um you keep walking down though further and further the crowd is kind of thinning out a bit more near the harbor because that's kind of just where they're loading and unloading uh their goods Uh, there's still a lot of people but it's not as condensed as the market area way uh further up on the main street um so as you're coming out through the thinner crowd make another stealth check oh my gosh modified 20 uh, that's only a 17. It's an 18. <laughs> 4 plus 3 plus the 10. Man, thank you. The guy so with the hard. horns is blending in, baby. You, um, you're coming out, and you see there's some people up on top of some of the uh, the kind of like, like stands. There's kind of a solid part over top, and they're standing on top, kind of looking down, overseeing and surveying the, the docking area. But you can kind of assume that they may have been looking for you, but luckily they don't see you. Um, oh, you are nervous s- now. You uh, make a perception check, everybody, now. Man, all this dice rolling. Uh, Twelve. Uh, eight. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, you all see that there's lots of ships and lots of uh, crates moving and lots of people uh you don't see any specific signs of which ship is limbo yet you can't get a look the symbol of the eye is actually on like kind of the front of the ship um or near the front so you can't really see it currently in the lineup that you are currently looking at does zippy detect though um yes zippy Mm, your direction is telling you because there's ships going left and ships going right yours is telling you it's more to the right Okay, we best hurry because it's only the last 10 minutes, boys. I'm trying to concentrate as much as possible. You guys make your way over to the right side stealthily. Moving. Are you, you're moving stealthily like in between crates and trying to like 
walk ghost people behind them and like kind of walk right. I don't know about in between crates, but like try to blend in. All right. Yeah. Um, you do so. Make a check. Uh, make a stealth check. Uh, that's a twenty-one. Fourteen. Uh, twenty-five. Oh my gosh! You got a fourteen, Adam. Yeah. You're moving your way, and Darian and Zippy are kind of coolly walking through the crowd, making their way, just still kind of trying to find which ship is Limbo's. Um, I, like, dropped my accordion. You, <laughs> you notice uh, that nobody uh, around here is wearing any Limbo garbs, um, like the ones that you saw in the horse riders or any of the people you saw in the cave. It seems like they're trying to blend in with the common folk as well, or at least that's what you're discerning. Hmm. Um but uh, you do see a human comes up to you, Normandy. He's just like, hey, 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 uh, nice tattoos. Where'd you get them? Oh, I got these off the shores of uh, Sanguine um, maybe a couple of years back. Uh, we do, I used to hey, what shop? Trading. I'm heading there. I'm heading there uh, Well, in about an hour. We're, we're setting sail for Sanguine. What shop? Oh, I'm, did... I'm looking to get my first one, actually. Oh, I, I would have recommended it, but it shut down uh, uh, shortly before I left. Uh, it was called Think Inc. And uh, I, I loved it. That the, the elf that worked there was really nice, but uh, he passed away and his son didn't want to continue the business. Cool. Cool. Um, well, thanks. I just wanted to know. Did it hurt? Uh, uh, no, I'm kind of used to them by now. Hmm. But nice. I hear there's a really a really good one in Orem you can go check out. Uh, I don't remember where it is, but you'll find it. I'll have to do it when I come back, which may be, you know, in a few weeks. But anyways. What? Well, uh, I'm going to go it, this it, way. And he walks past It looks like good weather here. for sale. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and you're fine. Whew. <laughs> and and uh, you keep going and catch up with Zippy and Darian. I give looks to them like, whoa, I really, that was close. Um. Make a perception check. Twenty-one. Thirteen. Sixteen. You got twenty-one, Norman? Yeah. You notice the guy you were talking to um, is kind of just walking and he goes onto a ship and you notice and you get a better look at the angle because you're turning backwards so you can kind of see the right side of the ship, you actually notice a black eye on, t- on the front of the ship that this guy that you were just talking to is getting on. I cough under my breath. <clears throat> to, I to, like, Darian stop. and Zippy. Yeah, I was going to say, stop and turn around. <laughs> say, I what a great walking. view. <laughs> oh, it's it. I didn't hear the cough. <laughs> oh, I can turn around. I, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish I got the guy's name. Ahem. <laughs> um, but okay, yeah. Are, so I'm assuming we see it now then, Seth? Yes. Okay, uh, are there any kind of like warehouse buildings or anything like, you know, right beside us that we could kind of like casually step aside? Yeah, there are. You're kind of in this open kind of walking path along the docks, but right between the boats, it goes the boats, the path, and then some warehouses for storing. Um, So there are some there. You also notice that there are some men 
loading more crates onto the ship. Uh, but it seems like they have kind of the last bit of their stack right at the right at the ramp for the boat. Um, yeah, yeah. But so it seems like we, they're almost done moving their crates on. Before we move, yeah, like can I just I'm gonna just focus and and uh, see if if he's in the boat before we go to the side. You focus harder, and the direction is pointing that way. You're not close enough to specifically locate it exactly, but the direction is now kind of curved to that way. Okay. Um, let's, let's go in the, in one of these, let's find a side room boys for a second. Uh, you go into one of the kind of alleys between warehouses and there's just some guys smoking there. Um, Hey, beat it punk. Eh? What are you saying? I'm not a punk. I'm a pi- I I mean, I'm a tradesman. (laughs) (laughs) What's your trade? How about we, how about we keep it a tradesman and I don't tell anyone about this pirate life you've been living? I didn't say pirate! I, uh, come on, Kevin. Let's go. Hi! Let's go. And they leave. <laughs> it's, it's private now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, now that we found the ship, we, we gotta sneak on, but there, or sneak up underneath it with the doorknob, but we need a distraction. I mean... They're they're almost done. They're they're all gonna be on deck. Well, you, we have that doorknob, right? Mm-hmm. Do we want to try going in through the side? Zip. If if we've been able to isolate that, they're in the building. I think you might be safe to. Or, sorry, yeah, the, we're side, beside the boat. You might. You know, you have an affinity for uh, Arctic and aquatic animals. Do you want to try and sneak up in the water with the doorknob? I would love that, Darian. I was just about to ask you permission to do so. It would have to be an octopus, though, so you can hold the door. I'm knob. thinking more of a swordfish. Point, point, point. <laughs> um, Except... <laughs> um, they can't I'm hold gonna... doorknobs. Here's, here's my plan. Uh, well, the, the doorknob stays in my invisible pockets. True. Or... Yeah, uh, or I actually, guess you could maybe, hand here, me the doorknob. I... Turn into the octopus. I could here's give what you the I'm, Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm gonna turn into a, a turtle. Actually, no, I'm going to turn into a, a small fish. And you guys are going to throw me into the water. It'll be a rough landing for me. But no one's probably noticed. Instead of me walking and then just dipping my toes in the water and then becoming a fish. That just doesn't work. Um, I could also okay. try and just like stealthily put you in. <laughs> or, we, yeah. or we could throw you. <laughs> I don't think you should turn into a fish because it'll it'll burn up a spell slot. Well, no, how transformations aren't spell slots; they're different for him. Oh I well, like, they're still yeah. limited, though, right? Two per day. Yeah, I would I would say save it if you can get into the water quietly. It's not far think, to swim. I don't think it's be very obvious. It it'd be very obvious if if I if I um. If I just dip my toes in, I think people would see that. People don't just go into the water like that. Yeah, not at a port. Uh, I do actually, as funny as it sounds, I do like the idea of you turning into an octopus. That might actually work. It'd be <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> I like the throwing me as a fish version better. <laughs> but, but I could throw you as an octopus. Because <laughs> the, the thing is, if you could actually use the doorknob as an octopus. If okay, you how to. about this? You two are partners uh, in, in a business. Um, you realize that the octopus hasn't been very good recently, and you decide to throw it out. 
Um, so it won't be very suspicious that people just see an octopus flying through the air and landing in the water. I could also just walk over and put you in. Uh, The spell's still up. Why don't you just be a loon and fly over and go under the water that way? Loons swim in the water and they fly. The whole thing is with the doorknob, though. Yes. Yeah, well, I'll just I'll just transform back into Zippy here and uh, and (laughs) and just. Latch on, uh, put it in the back of the ship. That's what I'm thinking, the back of the ship, because no one's really looking back there. All right. Okay. Let's um, do it then. Uh, but, boys, I don't want to be spit up again for too long, you know? It didn't go well for me last time. Flashbacks. Horrible. <laughs> Look, if anything goes wrong, cast your biggest and loudest spell, and we'll be right in there. Okay. Uh, thanks, Darian. Normandy, I hope you got my back, too. Totally. Uh, I don't really. I'm not too good in the water, but um, sounded Australian there. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Totally. All right. Here we go. Octopus. And I turn into one. <laughs> Magic sound effect. You are an octopus, a red one, and you're kind of small. Um, you're not like a massive octopus, um, but yeah, you're. You're just kind of squishing on the floor, and you're, like, oozing around. Wait, I, I thought we said a fish. Okay. What? Are you kidding me? I'm doing this for you! I said fish so many times! You're the one who's like, right, no, I, I want the octopus. I, I'm kidding. Okay, um, so I'm going to pick him up. Um, mm-hmm. He squishes in your hands. He's kind of hard to hold. He's slimy, too. Darian, okay. I need to be in the um, water. Uh... Walk over to the water and just kind of like look around for a second, and then try and like ca- um, casually let him like kind of like slide down my leg and subtly into the water, so there's no splash. So is you're kind of holding him in away? your. Sorry. Is he? Does he have to go more than thirty feet away to do that? Uh, yes. I I follow then. Okay. Um, but you're holding it in your arms, and then you're gonna kind of just let it go into the sea. Well, like I'm trying to like hide him like i'm not trying to be like look guys it's an octopus like okay um and you're doing this near the limbo boat well like no like a little bit far like further down where it's not conspicuous maybe behind a couple uh more crates if there's some other things stacked along there like i'm not gonna walk up to the limbo boat and He's be in, like yeah hey uh, just gonna leave this here like <laughs> all right you're making your way to the boat a few ways down a few boats down from the limbo one uh please make a stealth check an octopus holding stealth check. See, that's why I wanted to do that because that is uh, two. Yeah, that's twenty-five. There you go. Um, yeah, you you do that and you get to the water and you slurp octopus zippy down and he just splashes in the water. All right. Uh, well, then I'm gonna go kind of back to where we were at those warehouses before so we can kind of be an earshot of the limbo boat. All right. Yeah. Uh, nobody noticed that, and you make your way back, safe and sound. Zippy, you are an octopus under the water. Why do I always get stuck with with these recon jobs? Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, I got a job to do. Time to... Time to move over to that boat that we pretty sure Combs into. You move that way. Uh, and as you get closer, uh, you 
don't notice too much. But then you get right up next to the boat and you're kind of near the back of the boat, right? You want to be yeah. there. Um, so the back of the boat is angled towards you guys. So it's facing the harbor. So the oh, point, like I the see, front of it's out um, to see. So you're right there. Um, make a perception check, an octopus one. With your octopus senses, uh, I believe. Uh, one sec. He doesn't have a uh, pass without a trace anymore, eh? No, he wouldn't. Uh, you're outside the stealth thing and octopuses don't have any wisdom uh, so you don't get a plus or minus to that perception check i got an 11 all right um you hear muffled noises and voices behind the the hull of the ship um specifically near this back you hear voices but you can't make out what they're saying um i change plans slightly i um just stick on to the side of the of the ship there like the back side Mm -hmm. uh where i'm and move closer to where the voices are coming from okay um but i'm on i'm on uh, this i'm on like the side away from the harbor so no one notices just like an octopus sticking onto the side of the the boat but like so like opposite side because the boat's parallel with the with the shore with the with uh the it's road. not parallel oh uh, so the the front of the boat's facing the dock outwards yeah oh, outwards outwards towards the sea in the oh stone okay wall. um then um okay never mind i want straight uh actually i'll be close half in the water half on the side but i'm sticking on but closest to the voices as possible sorry all right but still underwater ish ish yeah but like i'm just i'm getting ready to do either or like retreat into water or go for it you stick onto the side of the boat and you press your octopus bulb head up against the wood over on that side and you can hear the voices clearer, clearer now and make out what they're saying. Um, and you hear two voices, one of which you recognize. <sighs> Did anybody find the greeter? We need to find him quick. I don't want to go to sleep before we leave. And you hear the other voice say, It's fine. We'll find him. But you really need to rest. If you get too exhausted, you'll die. You know this. Mm. And we already have comb. We're just loading the last of the grapes on and we'll be on our way to Sanguine. Carmine, please, just take it easy. That damn rabbit took my dagger. If he didn't take it, I'd be different. Uh, All right. Of course. All right, I'll, uh, I'll take it easy. I'll take it easy. But if you find him, kill him, please. Let's get to Sanguine now. We're already late. Yes, we're already late. I'll get the boys to finish up. We'll leave in five minutes. Go to bed. All right. And you hear the creaking of a bed as a potentially carmine slams onto it. And you hear Mm. this big pounding footsteps leave the room. Um... You can discern, uh, obviously, you took the dagger, and I think I already described last episode at the end that the dagger um, 
Basically, whoever you cut with it, you need to kill or else you'll slowly be increasing your exhaustion levels, which eventually can lead to death. Uh, but you can circumvent that by either killing the target or taking a long rest. So Carmine, after cutting your finger with a dagger, is now needing to take a long rest. Okay, uh, so uh, I don't hear anything else in the room? No, it seems like the room's gone quiet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to wait a little bit more until I, I... No one goes to bed right away, but he is exhausted. Could, could I... Is there maybe snoring? Not yet. You don't hear any. Okay. Would you like to wait? Um. No, I don't want to wait. Uh. Okay. So I, I go into the water. Transform. How close is the back of the boat to the to the port? Uh, it's, it's pretty relatively hidden. close. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like five, eight feet. Okay. Um, what side of the boat is the was the talking coming from specifically, Carmine? Uh, the side you're on, so the left side. Okay. You kind of moved your way over there to get closer to the noise. And how far away is that side from the back of the boat? Uh, really close. Like the back of the boat seems to be this kind of like cabinish area, okay. at least at the bottom level. Uh, you do notice that above you, re- really close above the water, is um, more dock, like the one that they're actually walking across to right. bring stuff on. All right. I, I mean, okay. I'll I'll transform back into Zippy uh, under the water, and then I come. I do. I still have Darian's pass the trace on. No, you're too far away. But you're underwater. Okay, I I cast Pass Without a Trace. Uh, And then I uh, put the doorknob into the back of the boat. Hmm. And I open it. Underwater. No, no, no. Uh, Sorry. I'm like like, uh, treading water right now. You go a bit above. Yeah. Are you still an octopus or did you go back? No, no, no. I'm back into Zippy. All right. You reach up, treading water. And you place it uh, very, just high enough yeah. so that, like, the water will not get into the door when you open it. Mm-hmm. And a magical door appears. Um, please make a stealth check as you try to go through it and make it. Okay. Roll high. That is a 22. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. A door appears, and you, Normandy, and Darian see it (laughs) from where you're at, and you're peeking through, and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. And then Zippy quickly just hops through, and the door closes, and the doorknob comes out the other side, and it's sealed up, and nobody noticed, except Normandy and Darian, who are looking for it. And only a bit of water slops in. That was adorable. You move uh, inside the cabin, and you, since you rolled so high as well, you silently land on a desk or behind a desk just in the cabin, and you kind of push it forward a bit when you move in. But you see 
an exhausted Carmine, a Goliath with scars all over his body, just lying on the bed, like face down. And you can see his mouth is open and a little bit of drool, but he's not snoring yet. Okay. Uh... And you can hear him being like, Rabbit, rabbit, kill, kill rabbit. He's just kind of like murmuring to himself. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Okay. Guys, you might hate me for this. Uh, I'm wondering if this will work. Um, also, by the way, your locate object's gone now because you had to do the other stuff. Yep, yeah, that's fine. Um, Alright. I kind of want to use the spell Plant Growth. The way I see it, the, the boat is made out of wood, and okay. the wood is technically alive. Um, if it was dead wood, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be useful, right? And so, <laughs> uh, the if I use plant growth, the spell says that um, <clears throat> a tree is a plant, obviously. So if you cast a spell using one action, choose a point within range. All normal plants in a hundred foot radius centered on the point become thick and overgrown. Um, I want to do that. Uh, and it doesn't have to be crazy or anything, but just like the bottom area like the floor area we're in Mm -hmm. uh i want to kind of start growing with life uh i'm sorry i had to google this one i i googled is lumber dead wood (laughs) (laughs) apparently pretty much yeah pretty much Uh, though (laughs) there's still a chance to bring some life into this wood (laughs) think of this if you plant a like a piece of lumber <laughs> is it going to grow are there any potatoes there like like, is there any leftover because you can plant a potato um you don't see many plants or fruit in here uh there's just so there's, you're telling me there's no way to bring life into this wood here um, any type of life even the smallest bit the only potential life you could grow from is most likely the grapes in the crates. You could maybe make those grape seeds grow into something. Okay. I want to inf- I want to use that. But there I'll- is no grape crates in this room right now. Damn you, DM. <laughs> you're you're in like a a bed cabin. It's a very small room with basically two beds. Um Carmine's on one on the right side and there's another on the left and there's like a table. There's no flowers in here or anything? No, they're not very good with interior decoration. <laughs> Do I have anything on me? You could try to kill him. No, I have Dude, a plan. What are you trying to do? I have now? a plan. You have Just... a plan. <laughs> do I see? Kill him. Do Just I kill see? Him, man. Do I see any type of food or anything around me right now? Um, he doesn't even have any like food beside his bed. There'd definitely be food. He has some bed. like a, like a dry loaf of bread and some water, but that's it. Am you, DM? You're in a bedroom. <laughs> you can explore the rest of the ship. There's probably more stuff to find. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to use the to bring life into the wood, and then I wanted to use entangle, which is like it makes <laughs> like weeds and vines spread out from the ground to trap him. And then I was going to use hold person, and then I'd wake him up and slap him. Oh, well, you can still slap him. I'll let you do that. You want to do that? All right, you go up and slap. No! (laughs) 
Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How, if I used hold person, does he is he gonna just keep on making checks? He's sleeping. Uh, Shouldn't I have like a huge advantage to that? Uh, for hold person, yeah, he still gets to make a check. Yeah, he's not fully asleep yet. You would, uh, he would probably have disadvantage on the on the check though. Yes, because it's a wisdom saving throw, and he's not fully, you know, there. I pull out the knife. And I creep on over. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. And what he's on a dude? he's not on a top bunk, is he? No, it's bunk? just a bed on the on the ground. And I hoist the knife <laughs> and I turn into a swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> And I attempt to kill this guy. I'm better than revenge. I realize that. Um, what <laughs> you get to make? You get to make a stealth attack here. Um, Wait, is this so the same can... knife? Is this the, is this Carmine's knife? Hmm. Oh, okay, plus one. But man, okay. Sneak attack. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, make a stealth attack. Oh man. Kill him, buddy. Four. Um. Oh, yeah. You got uh four? Yeah. Okay, so that's eight uh, because you are doing a stealth attack. Uh, and now you get to add, roll another 1d4 for bleed damage. So the thing about this dagger is that uh, when a creature is attacked with this dagger, it takes 1d4 bleed damage for each of its turns until it's incapacitated or after a long rest. Two. Two. So it's like a, a constant bleed thing. All right, so it takes a total of 10 damage Carmine takes. Nice, dude. You're on top of Carmine or right next to his bed. Right next to his bed, but it's right beside the door. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You raise this skull-pommeled dagger, and you sink it into his chest for 10 damage. (laughs) Booming, just voice fills the ship fills everywhere he's screaming and his fist slams on the bed and it cracks and he falls out rolling with the blade still in his chest um he's on the ground and he's like hands and knees and he just grabs his chest grabs the hilt of the dagger and tears it out he's like what what and he's looking around what do you want to do uh, go back to the door and turn it to... <laughs> you have the doorknob. You already took it out of the door. <laughs> I put the doorknob in it and freaking put it back in. And they open it. a polar bear, man. Flip you, it and eat him. Uh, run to the wall after realizing your incredible mistake. It's not a mistake, though. It's not. Because he's going to continue to take bleed damage. Okay, yeah. Um, unless he takes a long rest. Uh, he... You uh, put the, the 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 doorknob on the wall and make. Actually, he's gonna. He sees you. Uh, Carmine sees you hopping over the desk to the wall, putting the doorknob in and turning it. And he's like, "Oh, you little rabbit!" And he gets up, and this <laughs> like seven foot tall guy, his like head is like hitting the ceiling. He has to hunker down a little bit. You. 
put the doorknob on the wall. You're, you're turning the doorknob, and you pull it, and water rushes in, and you jump out into the water, and the door closes behind you, and you get the doorknob back. But what's your AC? Uh, it is 14. All right. Oh, man. Just made it. <laughs> I turn you, into... No, nope, s- no, you don't get to do that yet. What? No! He jumps what? into the water. Uh, you're in the water, and the door closes, and you get the doorknob. And a fist comes through the hull, and what? it smashes into your skull, and you get knocked <laughs> and whack into the wall behind you. You take... You're going to take 12 damage. Oh, God. And <laughs> you're bleeding and dazed, and there's a fist and an arm through the hull of the ship. This Goliath dude is strong as hell, even in this weakened state. Um, he, uh, You see the fist retract through the hull and water is pouring into the ship. And you can just hear his voice boom and be like, Boys, the greeters here! Get in the water! What do you do? And Darian and Norman, by the way, you also notice Something went down just now, and everybody is starting to scramble on the shore. Man, oh. we run onto the ship, right? Uh, hold on. <laughs> I, like, stopped Norman from running. Um, <laughs> well, like, how many, like, how many people do we see? How many people are still on the ship? So, and, like, you, what, what does it look like? Basically... A lot. The ship seems to be under commotion. People are up on the deck, and you see some people like pointing and flailing their arms on the deck. And you see uh, some people on the docks next to it that were carrying crates. Put them down and start like scrambling and running and drawing their swords. Um, you see about fifteen people on the dock drawing their swords, and and they're like running around scrambling and about to like start looking in the water. And you see. Uh, Currently, you only see about ten people on the top deck of the ship, uh, but more are flooding ten. up. Okay, um, how how far away from the shore is Zippy right now? Um, from you guys? Yeah, like uh, from like in how far into the water is he? Uh, he's like just at the cusp, I believe. Like he didn't get to transform to an octopus, but he's like just below the surface of the water. Okay, um, can I run over? And jump into the water where he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> don't, don't, well, no, don't do it. I, I have an I have an idea. No, I have I, a let plan. Me do it. I have let a me plan. do it. I have no plan. <laughs> Norman, stay here, and I'm going to run out and jump into the water at Zippy. Sweet, I'll stay. <laughs> okay. Love you, Zip. Okay, Darian, you're running. Stealth check. Uh, thank you, Pass Without a Trace. Um, so that's gonna be 22. Um, yeah, uh, you make it through. The y- They're scrambling, but for some reason they don't see you just dive into the water. Uh, okay. you're, you're under the water, but people are coming and they're gonna start looking. I don't know how you made it through, but you passed without a trace. I, do I see Zippy? <laughs> Um, you do, and he's, okay. like, dazed, and there's blood leaking from his head. I smack Zippy, and I'm going to face-step him to Norman. Woo. 
How f- and then base step max distance is is thirty feet. So as close as I can to Norman, and then right after, I'm gonna cast Misty Step on myself and teleport right beside him. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, you teleport away and you land about twenty feet away from the warehouses, and you splash on. Um, make another stealth check. Oh, come on. All right. Yes. Okay. That's plus uh, twenty-three. I love this spell. <laughs> this is a very good spell, and Zippy's <laughs> in it now as well. Um, yeah. You splash on, and luckily there's enough commotion, and there's a crowd starting to form on the on the harbor docks as people are wondering what's going on. That you kind of get behind the crowd with Zippy. Um, you see limbo people behind you are starting to jump in the water where you were. And they're like, where did that guy go? I, ju- I kind of just saw someone jump in briefly. I didn't notice him immediately for some reason, but now I... What? Where did they go? Um, but you have a dr- you're both drenched, and you're there. Zippy, run! <laughs> the ever-elusive rabbit! <laughs> <laughs> you're damn right. Those lucky feet. Let's go. He's going to continue to take damage as as long as that... Since I stroke, striked him with the blade. We'll have to figure that out later. We'll have to figure that out later. There's no way we're stopping him now. Do I know where everyone is? Like, I'm, like, just ha- hanging out in the alleyway. You we can see we them. We teleported to you. Yeah, I teleported at you. No, you teleported 20 feet. Yeah, and then we teleported Yeah, you can see them back. from where you're at, Normandy. You can see them from where you're at. Okay, fine. Like, I, yeah. I jumped in, got him, and teleported to you. Okay, what do you... Okay. What do you... Yeah, yeah, and then we're running. We're running back into the okay. harbor. Like, like into the city. Okay. Um, with Normandy, you're following them into the city through the yeah. alleyway? All yeah. right. You guys are running through the alleyway. Zippy, you lost the dagger uh, in, in the boat, um, but you struck a pretty good wound, um, and you guys are making your way off. And the as you turn around before heading deeper in, you see that this boat is slowly starting to tip backwards as it's kind of sinking a bit, or it's taking <laughs> water on a little bit, uh, but it's, it's not very stable. Um, and you hear so much commotion, and then just before you get uh, away, um, you hear behind you from the boat, you just hear someone come up on top uh, of, of the ship and just yell, I'm going to kill that greeter boy! And that's where we're going to end the episode.